Yeah. <laughs> but uh, other than that, QB peers, that's y'all saw that shit. So let's just get on and do it, man. No, no need to postpone the ass whooping. It's like when the lights come on and your mama told you to be in the house when the street lights was on and. Now you trying to stay out extra long, so just go ahead and take your ass with man. <laughs> All right, yeah. QPPs, let's get into it. Today's episode of the Quintessential Browns podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats. So go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink, but without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you for trying to not let the funk out. This is the Quintessential Browns Podcast. All right, QB Pierce, welcome back to another Quintessential Browns podcast, week number five against the Los Angeles Chargers. I am one of your hosts, Yusuf Ali. And this is the other one, Jake Solomon. Yeah, this was another loss, and I was hoping that we can bounce back and not be the two-loss-in-a-row team, but we did not do that, so... What you got to say before we get started? I was just thinking, wasn't wasn't the stat uh, wasn't the stat that uh, Kevin Stefanski has never lost two games in a row? Was that a thing? Am really? I making that up? No, I got to be it making don't that. Don't feel up. like it. If, if we have it been a while, it's not a common thing. Yeah. We had got out of that kind of a loser mentality type of situation for All a right. while. Right? I might be making that stat up. I'm, I could be making that up. Well, stat man. We're going to have to look into that <laughs> and uh, fix that in post. I feel good. I feel like I'm ready. I'm back to make a difference and you know, change, this, uh, change this game when I'm in it. Uh, I don't want to miss any time, whether it's football-related injury or anything. But you know, when you know, stuff like that happens, you, know, just, you appreciate the people that are close to you and you appreciate the things that you're able to do and, and blessed to do. You know, there's a lot of games in the season. Got to put that one behind us and you know, look forward to, to winning this one. But it was a little bit of zone. Uh, we had some pressures. Again, they just, it seemed like where we weren't right, is they found it. You know, looking at it, the guy saw it. Um, I saw what I could do better. We just had to clean it up. But, but when people can run the ball against you and you can't stop them, you know, that's tough. Uh, looking forward to Sunday down on the lake. I think it's going to be a great atmosphere. Two AFC teams. Uh, it's going to be a, a great battle. Um, see what happened. And switch up the looks against the offense. Percent with time. Running out of time now. Breaks tackle. Sliding down at the 40-yard line. There's six well, offensive linemen set for the Browns. Chubb looking for the first down. Sweet reach on the right. And get it. Breaking tackles and up the sideline. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Cleveland up in front of him but it's getting the job done now they've had to adjust a little bit without slater 
but they still really feel like they should be effective running the ball. Eckler over 100 yards rushing in just five carries. That pass is complete to Kelly. Kelly up the sideline and out of bounds. Tamari Cooper and Asante Samuel with the tackle. This is Hunt. Hunt's not going to get anywhere. In motion, the pass, and the goal line is incomplete. Intended for Josh Palmer. It'll be fourth and seven. 27 yards for the lead. Taylor Bertolette with the kick, and it is good. The fifth lead change of the day finds the Chargers on top, 30 to 28. Has time. Crossing pattern. Got his man inside the 45 to the 43-yard line. David Njoku in a first down. Get away and goes down. No. Escapes on the right side. Look at the run. Out of bounds at about the 25, maybe inside the 25. On first down. All kinds of room off the left side for Njoku. Brissett over the middle, inside the 10-yard line. That pass is complete. Brissett dodging tackles on the move, throwing. It is intercepted at the goal line. Oh, look at that catch by Mike Williams. Pass is incomplete. Intended for Mike Williams, defended by Martin Emerson. And the yeah, front has to try and make a play and get to Brissett. Brissett to the outside, incomplete, off the hands of Donovan Peoples-Jones. He's missed it. This getting really tough to take, you guys not being able to close out a game and, and you know, having a lead and just not winning. I mean, it'd be tough for any team. It's, it's tough in any situation where you lose, but, you know, when everything's going your way and, you know, you, you don't put it away, especially in our case where we've had it, you know, a lot of these just this season, you know, it, it wears on you, but you know, we got to put it away. We got to back it up, watch the film, see how we can get better and move on. That's just one of those we got to you know, learn from it and uh, I'll use it as fuel, prepare for the next team. I had a couple of misalignments and uh, it was just not being where you're supposed to be. And usually that wouldn't cost us, but they, they were able to take advantage of, of some of those those times where we weren't where we're supposed to be in, you know, guys didn't fit off uh, each other and, and make each other right. You know, it's 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 hard to say that uh, you know it's it's one guy's fault or another. You know, sometimes you know we're able to communicate, and if one guy's you know, out of place, another guy feels in that same gap. But it doesn't always work like that. You know, we weren't we weren't able to see it at uh, when it happened, and you know we're we're trying to you know, make it better and, and get better on on that uh, on that side of the ball. 58-yarder Carolina, I mean, it's easy to think, 54, come deal. Did, did you 100% think that he was going to make that kick? No. Got to be able to gotta be able to be in the right spot, right time. Got to be able to communicate. Everybody get the call. It was just simple stuff. The little things are, are really killing us and really you no know, showing up or, you know, every time we're, we're playing. What happened and how, how do you feel about that? Um, just a, I mean, we talk about this all the time. It's just like bad decisions late. Um, Late, late throughout the play and, and just making good decisions. Uh, that, was, that was a poor decision by myself. Obviously, yes, I saw Amari um, coming uh, and just, I, I know I'm better than that. Um, and I just I just made a bad decision. Over here, you're kind of known as really not throwing too many interceptions and um, it's just not really part of your resume. How, how bad does this feel for, for you to have to do something like that? 
it, it, it sucks. Um, it really sucks. Very frustrating. You know, we come here to to play good football, get a win versus an AFC opponent, and we just did not get it done. Uh, we're going to share in this one. Uh, all of us um, had opportunities at the end, and, and we just we didn't come through. And it's really, really, really hard uh, and, and uh, frustrating. Uh, um, we got we have to play more consistent. We're not playing consistent really uh, right now. Uh, but when people can run the ball against you, and you can't stop them. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, look. All right. Um, well, I don't know who's gonna get more shit this week. Uh, Cade, the defense for giving up all those fucking points so easily, or or Jacoby Brissett for not running when he threw it. So that that cost us big time. So I don't know who to blame. All I know is. It looked like it was going pretty good, man. The defense had made that clutch stop on them on fourth and two when they went mm-hmm. for it on fourth down. And we got – it wasn't even a – oh, like it was a stop. Like Emerson made a play. Like he, he needed to be there in order for that to happen. It wasn't luck. It was it was a play. Like it, it made up for any bad thing the defense had did up to that point. Mm-hmm. was erased right there. No matter what you thought about Joe Woods – Whatever the fuck, not getting any sacks, giving up all those fucking runs to Eckler and 25. All that shit meant nothing once we got that stop on fourth and two. And then it was all downhill after that. I saw that. You see that one stat that came on the screen about how Jacoby Brissett in like the, in the last 250 of games, he's thrown three picks. Yep, he definitely threw one last week when we needed him, when we mm-hmm. were driving to get close yep. to field goal range, and he definitely threw this one when all he had to do was keep running, man. He mm-hmm. he had just did so good running. He was running his ass off today. <laughs> and the one time he needed to run again, the one time he needed to run again, he did not. I, and all I, that, even that drive was that was a good drive we was on. Like everything was looking up, man. Such a heartbreaking Brownsy interception. It was, and I think for myself, like I, I really blame Joe Woods. That was for me the biggest takeaway. How awful our defense is. It couldn't stop a thing, with the exception of that crucial fourth down at the end of the game. But it, it was so embarrassing just to see how they were able to cut us up. They had what they say they hadn't had a hundred yard rusher in three hundred years or something like that, and of mm. course we gave it to him. Eckler mm. ran all over. He had hundred and seventy three yards on the ground. That was just him. And if you if you want to take away the outlier, he had that seventy one yard run. Let's just take that one away. You're still looking at fifteen carries for a hundred yards, which is terrible. Mm-hmm. That's you know probably six, six or seven carry. I don't know. But it's way too much. And our defense just was so awful. They're out of position. They didn't know how to attack runners. They didn't swarm to the ball. They were they're so soft. So soft. Incredibly The way they was out of position was number one, when you're out of position, even a little bit, and they pick up their blocking assignment, it's almost no way to recover. Mm-hmm. From your block, from getting blocked the way you are. I mean, it's, it's no way to help. It's, it's just, it's, 
it made their blocking look like they was 12 graders blocking sixth grader. They like mm-hmm. they those holes was those holes was so fucking open. Those oh my god. So many times they just shot up straight mm-hmm. up. They didn't have to do no cutbacks. They ain't have to do no moves. They didn't have to break no tackles. Them dudes was just gone. Yeah. And it was like, fuck, just follow my block, which is looking like it's perfect today. And we're gonna be all right. And that's all they had to do. Like Justin Herbert didn't even go crazy. Like right. it was all right. fucking runs. I mm-hmm. couldn't believe that the way they were running on us, man. Yeah, we, we yeah, that's a good point. Like all, all in all, we kind of kept Herbert in check. He still made some, you know, really good throws, but he didn't he didn't go off, like you said. And I think that was coming into this game, you would think he's the most dangerous person on offense that we have to watch out for. Yeah. Him and you know maybe Mike Williams, but uh Mike Williams made some hell of a catch. Yeah, Mike Williams I can fucking catch, man. Yeah, Mike Williams kind of went off. Uh I don't know why we didn't double him or at least put two people in that area after Mike Williams. Here's a good stat. So he had 10 catches, and then the next most is Austin Eckler, a running back, Joshua Kelly, another running back, and running then back. the next Wide receiver is Joshua Palmer. Who the hell is that? Number five. The number guy is number five. So uh, you have 10 catches. I mean, they had 22 total receptions. Nearly half of them were Mike Williams. You know, you would have you would have thought you would have seen some adjust. Well, I didn't think I'd see any adjustments from Joe Woods, but this defense ain't it. This is not it. This is not something I see getting better. This is a guy. We took from a Super Bowl appearing team who was the <laughs> defensive backs coach, not even the defensive coordinator. And I think and he got all the credit. I think he got a lot of, yeah, I think he got the credit. And I think everybody, I mean, that's kind of how it works, though. You know, uh, you know, if you are in the Super if you're in the championship, everybody's going to look really good. O-line coach, running back coach, every, you know, people get promoted. That's, you know, that's the nature of the beast. But I think we made a terrible decision with Joe Woods. I have not seen anything impressive. I've seen so much inconsistency. Uh, He's scared to be aggressive. Guys are playing out of position. I have seen enough. I've already said I've seen enough by Joe Woods. But I really, I really, I I don't know what, how, how much farther off the tracks can we get if we got rid of Joe Woods? And it's almost like, Teams coming in knowing they're gonna score at least thirty on us. Yep, that's mm-hmm. what it looked like. We gonna score thirty. Yep. Can they score more than thirty? Let's make them score because we gonna <laughs> score thirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and apparently that's the strategy to beat the Browns this year. Just score thirty. That's mm-hmm. all you have to do. It don't matter who you are. Oh my god! And then, like I say, as good as Mike Williams was playing, he also had a big drop on third down on mm-hmm. their last possession. So it was like. Everything would have been erased. All the bad plays could have been the post the press conference post game would have been so much different. It would have been, oh yeah, we we got a lot of shit to work on. We we made it out of this one, but we got a lot of shit. But instead we got that, yeah, yeah, we just gotta we gotta work. We gotta we got some stuff to work on. We gotta we gotta be better for next game. And you know, we every we tired of hearing that shit, man. It's like just K York, you said it. I Every time this guy missed, I hear your voice saying he helped us, but he could also hurt us. And 
he just been hurting us more and more and more and more every week. He just hurt and hurt and hurt. This dude is a fucking uh, uh, canker sore. This dude is a fucking uh, deep thigh bruise. This dude is a, a fucking, what's that little pain? Like This dude is like when you get something in your eye. Like this dude has just been hurting us, hurting us so bad. <laughs> Damn, yeah, New York. I don't know what has been going on with it. I don't, I mean, maybe he was just like, cause he was like, he is young. He's a rookie. And maybe that first game against the Panthers, he just like didn't have a time to like think. So maybe he just yeah. kind of kicked without thinking. And ever since then, you know, he's been getting laid every day since, you know, he's getting all his free food in Cleveland. And, you know, people saying he'll never have to pay for a meal again. Now people are charging him again. So maybe oh, that's yeah. like a he tough paying, thing. He paying. <laughs> He paying everywhere he go. He not getting shit free. He not even getting. They even not tell. They not even telling him about the discounts. They don't even mm, want him to nope. know about no the coupons. He, he can't even. He not even allowed to bring cutout coupons out of the fucking nope. the, the Sunday paper. No, mm. you paying full price. Mm. Ain't no four for four. You pay individual <laughs> price for each thing. Your your nuggets is two nineteen <laughs> for your four piece nugget. <laughs> ain't no fucking four right, for four. Yeah, for he, you. he's got to he's got to earn those promotions. Uh, God damn. Well, it's that's a hint to who who gonna be our disappointing, at least my disappointing player. But we get we cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, anything else you want to say about this this loss so we can just move on to the next? Nope. thing? Because this is I got nothing. All right. <laughs> Fuck a disappointing and surprising player of the week. Uh, surprising player. I tell you, it was surprising. Number eighty, I forget his name. He was our new kick returner, mm-hmm. and he was surprisingly competent. So <laughs> I take that guy. I was I was yeah. glad to see him, and and he did good. He got past the thirty a couple like once. Other than that, he you know he didn't look. He looked. He had a fair catch around like it looked like fifteen motherfuckers, but <laughs> it was every fair catches when you was that many people coming on you. That's some nervous shit. So. Mm-hmm. He made that. He didn't fumble that. So I was like, cool. I fuck with 80. So he's my surprising player of the week. Um, hmm. I mean, that's, uh, I, I mean, yeah, I guess I would, I would say the same then. Cause like you said, he, he didn't mess up. Nope. He got us past the 30, which I feel like that's a first for the year. Uh, but yeah, like you said, he, he seemed, like he wasn't scared. It's so sad that that's our surprising player of the week. Freaking kick returner. We saw him three times. <laughs> yep. Jesus. That's what it's come to. It's hard when we lose. Mm. But here you know it's easy. Disappointing player of the week. Oh my mm. God. Kate mm. fucking York. Not one, but two missed field goals. And like I said, I know it's a team game. When you lose, when it's a close loss like that, you can point the finger to a lot of things that went wrong maybe once or twice, just little things here and there. But when you miss two field goals and we lose by two points, which means either one of those field goals, we would have been up by enough points to win the game. Who knows what happened after you make that first field goal? But all Mm -hmm. I know is you didn't. What we do know is you didn't. Who knows if you did, but what we do know you didn't. And we lost by two points. K York, disappointing player of the week. 
Yeah, I uh, will agree. I think, is this the first time we've uh, both agreed on both surprising and disappointed player of the week? But I'll also go K York and then yeah. honorable mention Joe Woods. Uh, or maybe Joe time. Woods was part of the reason K York fucked up. <laughs> I, who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah, that was pretty bad. That was. I'm glad he made all his extra points. I don't know if he's had a game yet where he's made all his extra points. So that was nice. Right. <laughs> And that's fucked up when that's the biggest thing we can say about you. Mm-hmm. We damn sure scored, what, three touchdowns? When, when It's not hard to find a disappointing player in a loss. It's hard when we win to be mm-hmm. mad at somebody. Very easy when we lose. All right, metaphor. This is going to be good. Uh, metaphor of the week, week five against the motherfucking Los Angeles Chargers. I'm, I, I tried, I tried, I tried, I, valiant, I made a valiant effort to keep it, keep the metaphors away from sex. But I, this time, no, this time, if to be that close and think you was doing so good and then to fuck up at the very last, the very last part, that is so much like. You committed to wearing a condom. I'm going to wear a condom this time because every other time, last time I didn't wear a condom, I fucked up. I'm going to wear a condom this time. And you you, you was doing good. You had the condom. It's 2022. These young girls be like, I saw it on World Star. They was like, we don't like condom sex. So you got lucky enough to find a girl that even wants you to even wear a condom. So you're wearing this condom and you fucking and you're doing good. You're feeling good. And a motherfucker break. Mm. Mm. Right, right when you bust. Damn. Usually, sometimes they break and you feel it and you can pull out and you be like, "Oh well, kind of broke. Damn, fucked up. Let's try again." Nope, this one broke as you was. It's like the, it's like the, the semen broke the condom almost. It was like a powerful nut and shot straight through, ripped the condom off your shit. Now she pregnant. You don't even know her last name, and that's what this game was like. Uh, this game, uh, this this metaphor of the week. Okay, this game to me felt a lot like uh, the events with Jeffrey Dahmer, <laughs> in that Joe Woods is Dahmer, and here mm-hmm. we are, the neighbor trying to say, look. This guy's got a smelly apartment. I've been trying to tell you. I've been saying it week after week after week. I've called the cops. I've sent the tweets. I don't know what else I could do. It's just going to keep smelling. He's going to keep doing whatever creepy shit he keeps doing. Joe Woods has been the same person every single week. He's been terrible. He's been awful. And we try to make some noise. We try to make a ruckus. But they just, they don't, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. And then he got these dumbass yellow contacts on. Mm-hmm. Yep. He gets to keep doing what he's doing because no one wants to, no one wants to listen to us. Nobody says shit. Mm-mm. Playing the exercise loud as fucking practice. Yep. Yeah, you don't think that's weird? You don't think that's weird? <laughs> got weird practices. How is he still car, employed? Car smell weird is what his office smell weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. We try to tell them. We keep we keep making noise. We keep making noise every week. 
every week we're saying the same thing. Yeah. We got to stop this man. We got to stop him. Well, we but have we get- to stop Joe Woods. We need a. I wish I knew the dude that killed Dahmer's name because we need a. We need a a GM to to be the to that to him. <laughs> yeah, we need. Yeah, whoever that that guy in prison was. Yeah, we so need one of them. But... This week's metaphor. <laughs> fucking Joe Woods won't nobody say shit. Fucking the fans are fucking. Uh, what's her name? Her, her last name was Cleveland too. Ain't that a Cleveland? Bitch? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So the fans are calling, are trying to tell the police <laughs> to get this motherfucker. What's going on with this motherfucker? Y'all don't see it. And then Jacoby Brissett for the second week in a row keep breaking condoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might got a big dick, but you keep breaking <laughs> condoms. You are terrible at sex. <laughs> <laughs>and previews mm-hmm. oh my god it's so much it's not enough hope left who are we playing this week god damn we have the patriots which okay should be it should be i hope we'll get back to that i hope right, i'm right, hopeful right. that this is a win right Oh man, we gotta beat the Patriots. They don't even have a quarterback, right? Uh, they don't. They do not. Yeah, man, we can't let the 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 new the backup to the new guy beat us. There's one thing when the new guy beat us last year. We can't right. have a backup to the new, new guy beat us. Mm-mm. Yeah, that really bad. Who ain't it? Uh, it is Brian Hoyer, right? Well, Brian Hoyer was supposed to start. But then he also got hurt. So Damn. they got Damn. this dude, uh, I might butcher his last name, Bailey oh, Zappy. Or Zappy. Oh, man. We definitely can't lose to a dude who we don't even know how to pronounce his name. He ain't mm. even played. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This would be a, if we lose to this team right here, our season, I don't give a fuck what happened to the rest of the season. Deshaun Watson can't save this. Nothing can save us if we lose to mm-hmm. this guy. No. I know that's saying a lot in the hope and preview <laughs> part of the, of the podcast. That's a lot of hope. That's, I mean, that's a lot of confidence for, for all this hoping we're doing. But, man, listen. Come on, man. Who they running back? Uh, uh, I'm going to butcher his name. Ramondre Stevenson. He not bad. Oh, he he can be serviceable. Yeah, because we make it do that. It almost don't even matter no more what the who they name is. Doesn't matter. We Doesn't make, matter. We making everybody look good. That's right. Mm-hmm. I didn't know none of them Jets guys, and they was carving us up. Yep. Yep. So didn't know them Falcons guys. They was c- killing us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody. This so. twenty-five guy. He was killing us. <laughs> everybody has a great day. Against us, except yeah, I guess team. maybe except the Steelers. Steelers is the best defensively that we've done. I think we only gave up 17 points that game, and that's just because they really bad. Shout out yeah, to my suck. little sister. She uh she a Steelers fan. I think she a Steelers fan by spite. Amory, thank you. <laughs> I called her to to feel better about myself and about my Browns losing because <laughs> her team lost also. So that was that was good. So. 
But that yeah, nice. so like, so they got a running back we don't know barely, mm-hmm. a quarterback we definitely don't know. They never had good receivers. They didn't have good receivers when Tom Brady was there. I mean, yeah, I mean Moss was probably the the best receiver they've ever had. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know who. We got to beat these guys, man. What's their record? They are two and three, same as us. Just like us, okay. All right, all right, all right. same all right. as us. Yeah, so we gotta try to get back to five hundred. Two and four are gonna sound ugly. What was mm. our prediction? What was our prediction for when for when Watson came back? Like six and five, we was hoping for. Yeah, I think I think our best case scenario. Well, we were hoping that we were gonna win the first four, mm. and then we were like, after those first four, it gets difficult. And so, I think after the first, because we got. Patriots, Ravens, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills, Bucks. That's such a tough stretch. Yeah, we end up six and five. That's gonna be amazing. It'll be a miracle. <laughs> it'll be an absolute. Yeah, I. It would. It'll be. It'll be something. I just don't. Yeah, I don't see it happening. I don't know how. I don't know how. Mm. Our defense just gets it together all of a sudden. Like it doesn't just happen. There's too much. That's wrong. Yeah. But, but I, you know, this is the hope hope oh, portion of, of the podcast. So we can hope that we end up six and five. We can hope. Well, who said we can't hope? They don't hope don't cost no money. They don't come on our account. We can right. hope all we want. Hope, 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 hope. So we're gonna hope we're gonna beat these fucking New England Patriots with a backup to a backup. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's crazy. Man. All right. Next segment. This is the segment where we just kind of throw around uh, like random brown stuff for the week. I got something uh, mm. that I read about. Apparently when we lost to the, was it to the Jets? <laughs> Somebody threw a water bottle at Jimmy Haslam. <laughs> yes. Yep. That's great. And then mm-hmm. they found the dude, man. That's fucked up. I know he just thought he was just gonna, you know, just throw the bottle and then like kind of slide out with the crowd. And they was like, they stopped him at the gate, like, "Hey, you know, we saw you throw that bottle." Like, so he got, on, man. Just, he got banned for long. No, I think he just got a misdemeanor. He might have got banned. If I'm Jimmy Haslam, I'm saying you can't come back into me. As long as I'm the owner, you can't come back in this business. Throw me or throw a bottle. I wasn't out there, motherfucker. Throw mm-hmm. a bottle at me. <laughs> I just pay these motherfuckers. I yeah. wish you would throw a bottle at me. Oh, can I can I hit you with some breaking news? Oh yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's what this is for. That's exactly this, what this is. We is got for. some some breaking news. The the Browns uh, are trading for the Falcons Pro Bowl linebacker Dion Jones in exchange for a late round draft pick. So I don't know what late. You need to give up an actual body. I don't think we gave up a person. Who's going to want anybody oh, from our team? Great. But uh, yeah, I mean it's. Uh, I mean that's Pro Bowl linebacker. That's awesome. Yeah, as we can see. Wait, so what's the catch? What's wrong with this guy? Uh, I don't know. I you know, I just trade a Pro Bowler <laughs> for a draft pick. Let me see. 
gotta be something. So either he 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 passes prime or he got a, a case coming up. He just shot <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Beat his girlfriend. What the, man? What the <laughs> fuck? How they just gonna I mean, trade this dude for a fucking? And they man, he's still young. He's cat. he's twenty seven. You know that's he's entering his prime. So he so twenty seven. So he's not or passes prime. It's a catch. It's some catch. We're gonna figure it out in two, three weeks. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, he's been in the league for seven. This is his seventh season. I I think better. He's a a little bit of a veteran. Yeah. And I think, oh, wait, injured reserve. Why say he's on the injured reserve? Oh, they didn't. That's what it is. He's hurt as fuck. That's probably, I'm on ESPN. It says status injured reserve. So we gonna trade. They trade us a lemon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, we'll see how this guy perform when he come off the IR, which I don't know when that'll be. Ain't no telling. We this guy. This guy might be injured for the rest of the season. Ain't no t- what the fuck, man. <laughs> and you know what? Also, like, Ndamukong Sue is a free agent. Like, why not just throw some money at him? You know, and stop this yeah, bleeding. We can't stop the run. I mean, we really can't stop much, but especially the run. He definitely won't, won't hurt. Remember when we had um, what's his name? This big motherfucker in the middle. Ted what Washington. Was this big motherfucker. Was that him? Ted Washington was huge. No, was that him when we had? He was pretty fat. I yeah. know we had some huge motherfucker at one point. That might have been him. Ted Washington was so fat. He was huge. He was huge. Yeah. Was he, he was just like. He was like such old school football, just like fat. He just fat, he just a big body. He was fat. It wasn't very good, at least for us. Uh, but who was the dude we got from the Lions? This was like uh, Sean Rogers. Oh, Sean Rogers. Sean Rogers. Yeah, I he, he remember him because uh, remember when Braylon Edwards punched. Uh, dude in the eye. That was my homeboy. That was my homeboy I grew up with that he punched in the eye. Oh, that's so pretty tight. When all that happened about, I don't know, two weeks later or so, we in that same club and Sean Rogers is like bear hugging him and headlocking like little brother in him <laughs> like, and all this shit. So I was like, where is he at when Brandon Edwards punched you in the eye? And he yeah. was like, oh man, they they took care of that shit. Don't they took care of that? Don't worry about it. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. I'm like, hey, all right. <laughs> yeah, funny. yeah, big brother and you and all this shit. Where the mm-hmm. fuck was he at last week? <laughs> right. This big motherfucker. <laughs> so yeah, that's my Sean Rogers story. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Uh, final thoughts. Week five against the Los Angeles Chargers at home, by the way, a loss at home. So week one and two with the Elf. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Elfie, Brownie, whatever the fuck his name is. Lu- Lucy, Lossy, that's his name. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, final thoughts. Um, well, my, I, I, my thoughts are Jacoby Brissett is a solid backup and he's he works well with the weapons we have and then every single every now and then I was, I was, I was about to say every single time but that's not true 
every now and then he makes backup quarterback decisions. And that's two times in a row he has made backup quarterback decisions that cost us the game. Other than that, we did actually all right. The defense, like I say, despite all the running, the running yards they gave up up until that point, they made a third and like two stop and a fourth and two stop. So they did what they had to do when it counted. So but get get a little bit better, and please don't let the backup to the backup to the backup beat us next week. Amen. Yeah. Um, I'll say my final thoughts, which are pretty much what I've been saying the whole time. We uh, got to get rid of Joe Woods. I'm, I'm so <laughs> over Joe Woods, man. I just uh, is very frustrating because we should have we we could easily be four and one right now. We really could. But, you know, there's just those, you know. It is. That's why I say it's a game of inches, man. There's just so many little things that add up and they hurt you. So, like you said, we, we've said, like, yeah, we got to make adjustments. We got to go out and execute everything the players are saying, you know, but it's like, yeah, I don't want to say that anymore. I, I don't really necessarily trust that we'll be able to do that. And this is why I was saying the other week, you have to look at Stefan. Like, Stefanski's not free of of judgment in this. And I, I do Blame, think, yeah. I think I really do think Stefanski is a great coach, especially offensively. I think he's a, a really smart offensive mind, but it does take a different person to be a head coach and be able to handle the offensive and defensive side. And then also think strategically, you know, it's not, it's not the same as just being offensive coordinator. And I'm wondering maybe this guy should only be an offensive coordinator because there's just a lot of things that happen that, you know, smart head coaches, I, I feel like wouldn't do. And so I, you know, we should bring in Eric B enemy. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know about him either. Cause he's, I don't know. I mean, I also am curious. Yeah, they how fell off a little hot. They, they fell off the talks of he needs to be a coach. They used to, they was, that was the shit for a minute. Well, he he had he does have like a or what did he do in the past? He does have some like legal matter thing in the past. But then also, there's that clip of him arguing with uh, Mahomes this year, and that sure didn't help his case. But I don't. I mean, I don't know. I just want. To, I I thought Stefanski was going to be better than this in terms of just like strategy. I mean, it's mainly because you look at the defense. If you if we had a competent defense, it's just so unfair to our offense. They have to score because our defense, our defense can't get a stop. They have to yeah. score. And so yeah. I think that's why it also looks a lot worse. This is a big final thought, but I think that's why it looks a lot worse <laughs> is that they they can't do anything on defense. And so everything just looks bad. We should be scoring every drive. And so the fact that we're not and Jacoby – fucked up again and you know it just makes it just puts a spotlight on everything it Joe Deshaun Watson definitely wouldn't have made that throw no just ran in or no. slid. especially when we, we, was, we just need to get a field goal right there like yep yep that's the one th you yeah. cannot come away with nothing that's the one thing 
if you're in range, you're in red zone, whatever, can't yeah, come away. Take with the nothing. Points, always, yeah, got to get points. Got to get points. Well, QB Pierce, there you have it. Another somber episode because we lost in the whining minutes on one last play again. <laughs> Mm-hmm. This is fucking bad. So hopefully we can bounce back against these Patriots. If not, we'll be back with another sad podcast next week. But either way, <laughs> we'll be back next week with another QBP Quintessential Browns podcast. This has been Yusuf Ali. Jake Solomon. Fucking go Browns. Cleveland! This is for you! We out.